Hello everyone and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland beaming out to you from on the sand here at Little Castaways Beach in the middle of nowhere, I'm pleased to say. Joined today by Robbie Samuels all the way from Robbie G'day, where are you hanging out? Boston, Massachusetts, USA. Boston, Massachusetts, USA, which is about as far away from Little Castaways Beach as you could possibly imagine <laughs> in every sense of the word, I would think. But uh, here we are talking, it's very cool. So folks, Robbie's got this this unique thing that he is going to talk to you about. And I, when I saw I saw your nominated title, Robbie, I thought, I, Robbie, I thought, wow, that is such an untapped opportunity for most of us. Mm -hmm. So before I tell everyone the title, let me get a little bit of background about Robbie. So Robbie's not only a very well-known podcaster in his own right, he's got the he's got the Schmooze podcast. On, um, on the Schmooze. Yeah, okay, your Schmooze. Okay. And uh, his thing is really about helping clients shift their mindset around relationships so they can discover and I'd probably suggest even unlock, mm. not just discover the, the sort of the latent connections, but to, but to unlock the business opportunities that, that come from that, which is quite a skill in its own right. Um, he's a, a published author. His work has been featured in Inc., Lifehacker, and the best-selling book, Croissants versus Bagels, Strategic, Effective, and Inclusive Networking at Conferences. And so that's kind of the subject of our, of our interview today is how to make the most of out-of-conferences. And we're going to do that in less than seven minutes. Robbie, your feet were held to the fire for the next seven minutes. Your time starts now. Let's go. Who's your ideal client? That's question number one. Sure. Entrepreneurial women in their late 40s, early 60s who are really looking to take their business to the next level, whether that's uh, speaking, an online coaching program, hosting their own podcast, or writing a book. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah, I've got to replay that after we do this um, because there's a lot in there. So what is the problem you solve? And might I always also ask a, a bonus question, why did you choose that mm -hmm. niche? Yeah, so they chose me is the short answer to how I ended up in that space. The thing is that they're not opposed to networking. So these aren't people who are super shy and anxious, but they don't know how to leverage the connections that they do have or are making to help them achieve their new business goals. So what I do is I help them build business strategies that are based on strong relationships. Now, I can see why you've chosen that market because I think it's, you know, Dr. Ivan Meisner, who I've done a little bit of work with, the founder of BNI, has um, quietly whispered to me that women make better networkers <laughs> 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 because they don't go in and go, let's do business. You know, they understand that relationships, yeah. relationships need to be established and nurtured and built and trust and rapport. And you're adding something extra to that because you're saying, here's, here's the smart methodology. I would imagine not only do that, but to not mm -hmm. walk away from the table without realizing that there are genuine opportunities there that can be authentically right, realized. Right. So question number three, I'm sorry, I'm stealing your time here. We've got just over five minutes to go. You've got a woman who is aware of their potential. They're aware of the need for services that you've got. Mm -hmm. What are they feeling? What are the symptoms? Well, so the symptoms are the overflowing business cards on their desk because they, you know, some of them go to lots of events, they collect business cards, but they don't have any kind of plan for follow-up. So they're not really building relationships with the people that they meet. Some of them are 
feeling like networking is a total waste of time because they put their energy and their time into going, but it's the wrong kinds of events and there's not really any kind of strategy. Others will view networking as just that transactional relationship because that's what they've seen others do, namely men, as you just said, and that kind of feels icky to them. And they don't realize that they already know most of the people they need to know to really have a huge success as they shift their business. So Mm. it's funny because they actually talk themselves out of asking for meetings because they don't want to be bothering people. And also... They don't even think to offer that little small resource during a conversation because they, they don't think adding small bits of value or what they should be doing. And they don't think they're important enough to add big value. So they just don't offer value because they don't think about it. So, and ultimately, it's, it's scarcity. It's a scarcity mindset. Right. So they really got opportunities to, to, to gain new business in a very added value, soft touch way. And, then, mm-hmm. okay. so, and they'd be great at it. Yeah. Okay. And so, and so, so you give them the confidence and this, and the strategies and the intellectual property yeah. to do that. So you might have some clients, this is a question for three and a half minutes left. You might have some clients that come to you and, and they've, because they're aware of these symptoms and they've tried some other things before they got to you and they just, mm, these were mistakes. So what are some of the common mistakes that people make before they find you? So if they're more extroverted and they get their energy from being around people, then they're likely still going to lots and lots of networking events, but they feel like they're on that hamster wheel. They're either not meeting the right kind of people or they are, but they're not adding value. So they're not really building those relationships. If they're more introverted and get energy from being home alone, they just avoid networking events <laughs> like it's a play. And instead they try to figure out how to make these big shifts in their business all on their own because they just fear asking for help, even from people that they've already supported. So either way, they're feeling pretty exhausted and I guess ineffective. Um, Sub question, I'm gonna give you an extra 20 seconds because I keep chewing up your time. Do you work with men as well? If a man says to you, please, I know I'm not a woman, but would you help me? One-on-one I will, but I have a program called the More Program for Entrepreneurial Women, which is for money, opportunities, referrals, and engagement. So that is a group of four women, it's a cohort, for 90 days. So those are specifically for women, but one-on-one I do have men. Love it. All right, thank you. Um, two minutes less plus your bonus time. What's one value, the question five, what is one valuable free action that an audience member could implement, whether they work with you or not, that will take them mm. one step closer towards solving the problem, even though it may not solve the whole darn thing? Yeah, well, there's one thing that I assign those clients is uh, these two touch points a week. So this is the idea that it could be, a uh, touch point could be like a follow-up conversation, a coffee chat, a virtual get to know you, you know, call, could be sharing a resource, but just any small effort to connect or reconnect with two people in their network. And at first, these are actually scheduled. These are 15 minute time slots that are on their calendar twice a week to make sure they actually do think about this. Who can they add value to? But over time, over that 90 day period of the more program, they actually start to form a habit. And they, they now think of that as they leave any conversation, they're immediately thinking, oh, wait, you know, when I follow up, how can I be adding value? So I think that's a, just, just getting yourself to do two touch points a week and form that habit, that would be immensely helpful to your listeners. Okay, so I'm gonna get so enthusiastic about what you're doing now that people will think you're paying me money to do this, like in a paid, it's not folks, there's no affiliate commissions, there's no payment for this, this is just the real oil. So we've got uh, 60 seconds left plus your bonus time. One valuable free resource that you could point, Derek, point people to that might help them a bit more with the problem. Well, so I wrote that book, uh, Croissants versus Bagels, right? It's focused on strategic, effective, and inclusive networking at conferences, 
because I think that's an area that many professionals and entrepreneurs spend a lot of money, time and effort, but not necessarily see anything out of it. So while that book goes into great detail, I've actually um, given all my best, like 10 tips. It's it's 10 tips for conference connections, a three page PDF, and it's available to your listeners at robbysamuels.com forward slash MTI. So they could read it, they could share it. It's great little info. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Dedicated landing page just for MTI listeners.